Welcome to Finding Utopia, where we explore different perspectives regarding life's challenges. I'm your host, Katie Stevens, and together we will explore new insights that have the power to create monumental shifts in your reality. Are you ready for some positive change? We totally got this. Today's podcast is about where are you focusing your energy? This topic is all-encompassing. It's almost so significant that I don't know where to start. The most fundamental place I can think of is to talk about the fact that we are all creators of our reality. Unless you're willing to take full responsibility for what's transpiring in your experience, then there's a very good possibility that you're not going to be able to change anything. How bad do you want it? How bad do you want change? How bad do you want to experience something better? A better life, a better relationship, better family dynamics, a better job, feeling a sense of peace and happiness in your body, receiving in every moment only things that actually match what you want in the deepest parts of yourself in reference to the perfect life. And I mean, I know those words may seem a little lofty, but I can tell you from personal experience, the perfect life does exist, but it's not in the way that your mind depicts it. If you asked me, two years ago, what my perfect life would look like, I would be giving you a very different account of what I'm experiencing now. And what I'm experiencing now feels more fulfilling and joyful and peaceful and satisfying than anything that I could have ever dreamed or imagined was possible. My perfect life doesn't have anything to do with what you believe perfection is on the surface. It's a feeling. And that's it. How do I feel on a daily basis? I feel blessed, grateful, joyful, peaceful, inspired, excited. I feel certain for the first time that I can have anything that I want within myself and my experience. But none of this would be possible if I held on to what my mind has created is my perfect scenario. And second to that, and more important, none of this would be possible if I did not focus my energy and my attention and my thoughts and my feelings on what I do want. Sounds simple, right? It took me a very long time to get to this place. Decades of suffering in toxic relationships in an unbalanced body where I was sick all the time, emotionally, physically, plagued with stress, anxiety, depression, digestive issues, relationship issues, not just with romantic partners, but with family dynamics, parents, children, exes. It's not just about thinking positively. It's what are you not focusing on that is pivotal. Do you keep talking about your woes? what's not working, how bad life sucks, how stressed out you are, how miserable you are. 
bitching about those around you, what's going on politically, what's going on in the world with coronavirus, with money. I have a lot of compassion for anybody that's in that space because I lived there my entire life. Nobody felt sorry for themselves more than I did. I didn't even want to be here for a long time. And if I didn't have kids, I probably wouldn't be. Because it wasn't worth it to me to have to experience what I was experiencing every day. I said, what's the point in being alive if this is what life is like? It's not worth it. 100% of your life in every single way, shape, or form can transform overnight but it can't do so unless you take full responsibility for what you are creating, not what life's giving you or what you're on the receiving end of. What are you creating? That doesn't mean we can control how other people treat us or maybe what kind of financial situation we're in or where we are with our health in the moment, but those things can be shifted. It might not seem like it's that easy, But I'm telling you from personal experience, it 100% is. You have to decide that you want change so badly that you're willing to give up your addiction to being negative. Break the habit of being negative. Let go of your old story. By talking about it and rehashing it and complaining about it and posting it on social media and maybe interjecting your negative point of view about life into conversations with others. Or maybe you're posting something negative on someone's social media in response to something that they're saying that's positive because you're so angry about the fact that you're where you are. Or maybe you feel so low that you can't reach for anything better than that. You can't find a way out from behind all of the things that aren't working, that make you feel like you're suffering on a daily basis. If you're ready to change, really change your life, feel amazing in every area, everything that you need is here. I have the roadmap. I've been around for a while and I've experienced a lot of loss, a lot of pain, a lot of suffering. If I didn't, I wouldn't have all of this insight to share with others to help pull them out from the depths of their despair into a place that feels so amazing that you almost can't believe that it's your life. Are you ready? Because I'm ready. And I want more people to play with that feel this way. It's not fun going through it and feeling good all alone. You want to have others that come along for the ride with you. And that's why I create all of these episodes on this podcast. We're going to start with self, how you relate to yourself, how you relate to others, because that's step one. I've actually, in a past episode, talked about finding meaningful connections. And in that episode, I discuss the inability to experience anything of value with someone else in the form of a relationship until you give yourself all of those things. So when we talk about where are you focusing your energy in reference to you, how do you feel about yourself? 
How you feel about yourself is everything. This dictates how you're received by others. It also dictates what you receive from others. How do they treat you? Does this mean that every single relationship is going to reflect how you feel about yourself? No, there are more complicated situations with specific people that we'll get into in a little bit. But I can say that 90% of the time, what we are on the receiving end of or what we're experiencing in our external reality is a result of how we feel on the inside about us and how are we feeling emotionally at that moment. It's very easy when you're not feeling good on the inside or you're having an experience that doesn't feel expansive or joyful or peaceful for you to look outside of yourself at the first person or the first experience that is making you feel that way. Because we don't look to ourselves first. Most of us don't. I never did until now. And now I know that the way I feel has absolutely nothing to do with anybody else or anything that's transpiring in my life. If I'm feeling off emotionally, there could be a million different reasons why. But if I'm not balanced and I'm not feeling good and peaceful and joyful, then there is a real definitive possibility that I'm not going to experience that externally until I can find that balance within myself. That doesn't mean that we can shift on a dime how we're feeling. Sometimes if we're in it and we're feeling off for whatever reason and we really don't know why and we don't know how to change it, sometimes we just need to take time to ourselves to deep breathe, relax, and allow whatever we're feeling to move through us. Stay as neutral as possible about it. Don't point the finger at anybody around you or blame whatever situation is going on. You can say, I have no idea why I'm feeling what I'm feeling right now, but I'm just going to try and do something to make myself feel as comfortable as possible until I move through it and gain a little bit of insight. And I'll give you an example. I was at a friend's house who was having a get-together, and I was excited to be there, really excited to connect with other people and just enjoy my evening, hanging out by the fire, listening to good music, and having good conversation. But there was something off within me, and I didn't know what it was. I just knew I felt a little bit of discontentment. I wasn't feeling content for some reason. There was someone there that I really wanted to connect with that was really busy talking to everybody but me. I never take things personal because I know that typically whatever I'm feeling, it doesn't have anything to do with anybody else but me. But we still catch ourselves our mind wants to take that feeling of discontentment and assign a reason. And so I chose to believe that this person was the reason that I wasn't feeling content. And after having a conversation with them, they checked me on it. And they basically threw my own words back at me. 
which I talk about all of the time, is taking self-responsibility, not taking things personally, not having expectations. And they said, well, for somebody who says they don't have expectations, you seem like you're putting some on me right now. At first, I got pissed. I was like, how dare they? (laughs) And then I realized, okay, I get it. And I took a moment to think about it. And I don't know if anybody here that's listening is into celestial events. There was an enormous celestial event going on that night. It was huge. It was the first time in 800 years that two planets were in such close proximity to each other. People were referencing the Christmas star. And I'm a psychic and a medium and a spiritual teacher. I'm very sensitive to energies. And I'm not saying that that was why I was feeling what I was feeling in my body. But it wasn't my friend's responsibility to make me feel good by validating me and paying attention to me. If you're looking outside of yourself for validation and for someone else to make you feel good, you're never going to find that peace within that gives all of that to you and then creates a scenario outside of yourself where people flock to you and are drawn to you because of what you're emitting energetically. I was feeling off that night, and it didn't have anything to do with anybody else. Maybe it stands to reason my connection with certain people wasn't coming together because of that feeling. Does that mean that I have to blame myself or rack my brain to try and figure out a way to change it? No, because sometimes you're going to feel what you're feeling and you're not going to be able to connect the dots on why and you don't need to know why. All you have to do is ask yourself questions like, how can I make myself feel better in this moment? Is there anything that I can do? Sometimes you just have to leave wherever you are and say, you know what, I'm off right now and I know it doesn't have anything to do with anybody else and it most likely doesn't have anything to do with where I am because this is amazing. If something's off and you're not enjoying yourself and you can't genuinely participate in the experience where you're feeling good and you're emitting this positive energy, you have to find the balance within before you even leave the house, before you even go on that date, before you even go out to have dinner with your family. There's a real definitive possibility that some days you're just going to feel off and you're just going to have to accept that and say, what is the best case scenario for me right now? Oh, well, maybe I'll just give everyone a hug, tell them I love them, excuse myself, and say, I'm just feeling like I need to go home and get some rest and get to bed early tonight. I'm just feeling a little off in my energy. And then you excuse yourself, and you go home, and you go to sleep, and you ask with your intention, I don't know what's going on, but I'm ready to wake up feeling much better in a completely different energy. Maybe if you drink a little water, get a lot of rest, eat some healthy food, only you know what you need. I woke up the next day, my energy shifted, I had a conversation, I took that awareness and I said, wow, I am so sorry I put those expectations on you. And I basically told them that it had nothing to do with you and everything to do with how I was feeling inside of myself. And the interactions that we maybe didn't have that night very possibly could have been because I felt uncomfortable in my own skin for whatever reason. And it's not about blaming yourself for that because it was outside of my control. 
you hit the reset button. Sometimes you just have to go to bed and wake up and start all over again. And that's okay. But I was focusing my energy on what that person did to make me feel that way. And all that was doing was creating a rift between the two of us, which didn't need to be there. It's having expectations. It's feeling like you're taking things personally. Self-responsibility is about realizing that whatever you're experiencing in the way of a feeling, interactions with others, it starts with how you're feeling inside of yourself. Are you feeling balanced? And if you're not feeling balanced, then the energy that you're focusing on may be creating more distortion. Are you blaming others for how you feel? Are you putting expectations on them so that they can make you feel good about yourself? Are you depending on others to make you feel good about yourself? Is the way that they interact with you or they treat you dictating whether you feel good or bad? That's codependency. Healthy relationships start with feeling balanced within, having no expectations that anybody else needs to be anything for you other than a positive light in your life where you come together and you enjoy each other's company. And when we talk about romantic relationships and partnerships, a lot of the times we either don't get involved in relationships or we break up with people because we feel like something is missing. It's not all there. What if it's never going to be all there? What if it's not possible to have it all with someone? Do you accept that as your truth? How many people do you miss out on? Because they don't have it all. What is it all? What does having it all mean to you? That we've determined that we require from others in order to be in a relationship that feels fulfilling. It's our minds. Our minds dictate what we want to receive from others. Where does our mind get these ideas? Belief systems. We grow up in family situations where parents will put their beliefs on us. Maybe a mother makes her daughters feel like if you don't marry somebody or you aren't in a relationship with somebody that has money, that is successful, then you've made the wrong choice. Maybe the mother growing up deterred the daughters from any relationship with a boy that didn't look like they were going anywhere. They were riffraff. They didn't come from a good family. They didn't have money. And then those girls grow up and they decide that they're only going to pick men that make them feel secure financially. And so they marry men that are secure financially and they live in a loveless marriage that feels like they're in prison, but they're being provided for financially. And these girls are missing out on love and fun and a true connection based on nothing more than a healthy dynamic where you're just enjoying each other's company. And really feeling so happy walking this existence parallel to each other, complimenting each other, lifting each other up, supporting each other, making each other feel like you're of value to the other person and that you're enough 
and that you don't need to change anything about yourself because I love you exactly the way you are, unconditionally. Not for what you have on the outside, but what you give me on the inside, which is respect, love, unconditional support, companionship, joy, laughter. We can grow up in a society where you have to look a certain way, you have to make a certain amount of money, you have to have a certain amount of ambition, you have to be of a certain age, you have to give me certain things, you have to satisfy my needs emotionally, you have to satisfy my needs for a materialistic life, you have to make me feel secure financially by being the breadwinner. That is lack within you. If you're focusing on anything with the person that you're in a romantic partnership other than what is here, what is working, what am I receiving from this person? If you're focusing on the things that you don't like, then that is what you're going to receive more of. If you're focusing on what they do bring of value to the table within the relationship, then you strengthen it and you allow more of that to flow in and you allow that person the ability to open up other aspects of themselves that maybe weren't available to you before because you were focusing on what they didn't have. You were focusing on what was missing. If you're with somebody and there's absolutely no fire, there's no connection, there's nothing of value, then I think we all know that you're not going to be a romantic match with everybody. But ask yourself, why am I with this person? Because you're with them for a reason. You're drawn to them for a reason. If you're making lists about the positives and negatives, then you're missing the whole point of appreciating people for what they do bring to the table. It doesn't matter what they're lacking. It's irrelevant. What are they providing? What are you receiving? Oh my gosh, we have the best time together. We don't even have to really do anything. We'll talk for hours and hours about nothing. We laugh the whole time. We have fun. We enjoy each other's company. We're positive. We support each other. We love each other. What's important to you? Because those are the things that are important to me. And once I was able to focus on that instead of how tall are you? How old are you? What kind of job do you have? And give me validation so I feel better about myself. Do you make me feel better about me by making me feel like I'm the only person in the whole world that you care about? If you're focusing on those things, then you're never going to have a true connection. Your energy is going towards something that isn't real. It's fulfilling a void within you. We need to fill that void ourselves. A way that we can do that is by loving ourselves and saying, I forgive you for buying into the beliefs that others have created and your mind has identified with. And now you're using this roadmap that says that if this person doesn't possess all of these things, then this isn't going to work because something's missing. Focus on the connection. How do I feel with this person? I think that also there's an aspect of this that goes back to that old school belief that you have to be with someone for the rest of your life. Do I want to be with the person that I'm with right now forever? I think that it would be fantastic if I could feel this way with them forever. 
it would be amazing. But I don't put that expectation on him. And the reason is because I don't know how he's going to feel or I'm going to feel. All we can do is move through every moment, exploring the connection that we have, focusing on what does work, and just reveling in it. Revel in every second of what you love about the people in your life. And this isn't just about romantic partnerships. It's also about parents. If you can look at your parents and say, they're just people who did the best they could. Imagine how you feel within yourself right now. Imagine if you have children, then you know that having this person that you're responsible for, feeding, keeping alive, providing them love and emotional support, it's a lot of responsibility. There's a lot of pressure involved in making sure that you're doing everything that you should be doing. And for those people that don't have children, can you imagine what it's like to have to be responsible for another life outside of yourself if you're going through things that maybe don't feel easy? Imagine adding children into the mix where you have to figure out your own stuff and you have to be there to help them figure out theirs. It's a lot of pressure. And so when you look at your own parents and you can look at it from that perspective, you can say, they're just human beings that birthed children, that kept us alive. I mean, if you're here listening to this, then they did their job. You're breathing. Did they fuck us up along the way? Maybe. (laughs) Maybe a little bit. (laughs) But see, I'm at the point where I don't blame anybody for the way that I grew up or what I received or what I feel like I didn't receive in the form of attention or love or emotional support because I know that my parents did the best that they could with what they had. I'm not talking about financially. I'm talking about on an emotional level. You give what you've got the best way that you can. Your parents are doing the same thing. Maybe so are your friends. So is your boss. So are the people that are interacting with you on the phone or serving you your food at lunchtime. Don't take anything personal ever from anybody in the form of what you're receiving from them because everybody is doing the best they can in every moment based on who they are, what they're experiencing in their own lives. If you can say to yourself, every single person that I'm coming across that I'm friends with, my children, my parents, my romantic partner, everybody is doing the best that they can where they are. Then ask yourself, where am I focusing my energy? Am I focusing on their faults, on what they're lacking? Why are they lacking anything? Ask yourself that question. Is it because they're not giving you what you think that they should be giving you to make you feel good? Their job isn't to make you feel good. Their job isn't to contact you a certain amount of times a day so that you feel like you're of value. It is not their job to hug you or tell you they love you a certain amount of times or make you dinner or ask you how your day was. Because if they're not doing all those things, then they don't love you. They don't care about you. That's having expectations. And that's requiring something of someone. Is that unconditional love? Being in relationships that are of value means that you don't require anything from anybody. But just to be in a communion with you where you're exchanging energy and you're enjoying each other's company. 
I can find what I love about everybody. Do they give me everything that I think would feel satisfying in a relationship? No, but that's okay because I know who they are and because I don't have expectations, I can appreciate them for what they do bring to the table and I revel in it. Focus on what you love, that you enjoy about them. And manage the relationship accordingly. You can spend a certain amount of time with certain people and then at one point or another, you may feel like it's enough. And you don't want to perpetuate anything that's not positive so you know when you cut off your outing or you cut off the conversation. It's okay to be self-aware in that way. Don't let doubt ruin your ability to enjoy what you do have with someone. Let go of what isn't working for you in order to enjoy what is here. See the value in what people contribute to you. Don't miss out on what you enjoy because you are focusing on what's missing. The next topic that I want to talk about is identifying with negativity or poverty mentality to fit in with a group or person. I'm going to say that again because it is really important. Identifying with negativity or poverty mentality to fit in with a group or person. I was having a conversation with a friend and he's very sensitive to other people who are suffering, specifically people that are homeless. And he gets really angry and frustrated with the fact that people pass homeless individuals by without giving them a second glance, without asking them how their day is, without offering something to them in the form of a donation. I could tell how much he just wanted to help change these people's lives. We all have different perspectives, and mine is this. I give my energy in the form of pity or feeling sorry for someone then from my perspective, what I'm doing is I'm contributing to that energy. I am feeding the beast. I'm perpetuating whatever isn't working for them by identifying with that lack energy. Poverty mentality is living from a space of lack. There's a difference between having compassion for someone and perpetuating low vibration energies connected to lack. I want everybody in this world, including the homeless, to have a place to live and to feel abundant, not just to make it, not just to eke by and be able to feed themselves and clothe themselves, but I want everybody to feel amazing and abundant. And we all have that same ability. There's no difference between you, me, or Richard Branson. Richard Branson is a billionaire. He's, I think he has a net worth of $5.9 billion. He didn't go to college. He dropped out. And he created a conglomerate of companies that are worth billions. 
He didn't have capital investors or come from money. A lot of us identify with the negativity surrounding that or the poverty mentality when we're speaking with others so that we can fit in with our peers. How many times have you made yourself appear to be less than maybe what you are so that people don't feel like you're bragging about what you have, bragging about your abundance? Oh, she's one to talk because look at, look at all the stuff that she has. If I had what she had, then this and that. You never know what someone else's situation is. They could be in the same position that you are, yet they just don't perpetuate that poverty mentality by discussing how difficult life is, how life is hard, money is hard to obtain. I have to pinch pennies because I'm on a strict budget because I don't have much. And then a lot of people say, I don't need a lot to be happy. I don't need money to be happy. And that's another form of poverty mentality, is we have to prove to others or ourselves or society that money is evil and it doesn't bring happiness, so I'm just going to live without it to prove myself right. How many of us stay in this poverty mentality to prove ourselves right? Or prove our parents right? What did they believe about money? This is about where are you focusing your energy? Do you want to be poverty-stricken or live in lack? Do you feel like you have to to fit in with those around you, your peers, society, your family? I don't want to be poor. I want to be freaking abundant. And why? Because I want my children to have everything they've ever wanted. I want to give myself everything I've ever wanted. Does that make me wrong? Absolutely not. Because there's enough out there for all of us. There's an unlimited source of wealth and abundance that we can all receive, but we don't have access to it, not even close, if we're constantly living in this poverty mentality where we have to try and pretend or convince ourselves that we don't need it, we don't want it, it's evil. I don't have the ability to obtain it. People that are rich are assholes. They don't have respect for the poor because they're not giving what they have to everyone. The whole point in life is for all of us to become that abundant so that we can live these amazing lives where we want for nothing and then we give back. But we don't give back because we feel like we have to or we're obligated to or because we need to support those that can't support themselves. I want to give to those around me to spread joy and love. I want to give to those around me because I want to show how much I appreciate them, not because I think they're poor and that they need it. Once I have covered my own needs financially and I'm, and I'm good and I feel like I've got everything I need, I am going to give generously to everybody around me because I want to, not because I feel like I need to, not because I feel like it's my responsibility to do so. Your responsibility is to yourself. 
And when I see someone that's homeless, do I feel compassion for them? Of course I do. But I also know their power. I know that they have the ability to change their situation in a heartbeat. The lady that wrote Harry Potter was poverty-stricken. She was on government assistance in the UK. She was in an abusive marriage with someone who was physically beating her. And she had a child with him. And she would go to the coffee shop every day. And she would sit with her child and write. She had this wealth of energy within herself. She had these stories that she connected with so definitively that she decided that she was going to put them down on paper. She was living at a time where she could barely feed herself. She could barely afford the one cup of coffee that she would buy in order to sit in that cafe and write. She was escaping from her physically abusive husband. Was she focusing her energy on the fact that she was poor and that she was on government assistance and that she was hungry? and that she didn't know how she was going to support her child, and she didn't know how she was going to get away from her abusive husband? No, she didn't. She focused her energy on creating something that was coming from within the depths of her soul. How much money do you think she has now with all the Harry Potter movies? Shitloads. Now, If you feel sorry for someone that's in her situation, what do you think that's doing for her? You're feeding that beast. You're strengthening the energy of lack in her life. Do you want to strengthen the energy of lack for those that you love that aren't doing really well right now? Or do you want to give them such positive reinforcement, love, and encouragement so that they can find the will within themselves to reach for something better, like that woman did. I don't want to perpetuate the poverty mentality in those around me. I don't want to feel sorry for people. I'm not of any use to anybody if I'm vibrating at that frequency. I vibrate possibility. I vibrate support and love and encouragement. That's why when someone put something on social media that's, woe is me, my life sucks, the government is bullshit, coronavirus, it's destroying our lives, I keep scrolling. The way that I help lift up the world and those around me is by positive encouragement. And it doesn't mean you can't have compassion. If it's someone that I know, that I know is a relatively positive person, and they're just down in the dumps, and they post something that is kind of just reflecting how they're feeling at the moment, I'm not going to pass that by. I'm going to say, I understand how you feel I've been there, but you fucking got this. You're a badass. These are the things that are amazing about you. What are your dreams? What are your ambitions? What are your goals? All right, focus on something, something to lift yourself up to get into a better space. Say what you're grateful for. Every day, set intentions about what you want to create that day. 
Start with what you're grateful for. What are you focusing your energy on? If you focus your energy on what is working, what is working? I have food. I have a roof over my head. I have good friends. I have a job that maybe isn't perfect, but it's allowing me to get by for the moment. And I'm excited about what's next. What can I add in here that can put me in a different energy of receiving more? What else can I create? What else can I look for that might be a better fit for me, that might make me feel better, and I can earn more money in the meantime? If you're living a life of joy and happiness, and you're always looking at what's right, because you know that you're the creator of your reality. If you know that you're the creator of your reality and you focus your energy on that, it doesn't matter where you are now or where you were yesterday. You know that you're going somewhere better because you're not going to create something that you don't want to receive. But we do it unintentionally all of the time through our actions, our words, and our feelings. I had a volatile relationship with someone that I could not get away from that I thought was going to destroy me. I couldn't change the way they were treating me, no matter how hard I tried. I fought back in many ways, and I used words, I used different means of trying to convince them to stop treating me the way they were treating Leave me alone. Nothing ever changed with that person until I stopped giving my energy to them. When they would abuse me verbally or emotionally, I may have cried because I felt emotion well up inside of me, or I felt bad about it, but immediately I said, every time, this has nothing to do with me and everything to do with them. I am amazing. I know who I am. I love myself. I am so excited about what I'm creating. I have every confidence in who I am and where I'm going. And nobody is going to make me feel bad about who I am. The only person that can make you feel bad about who you are is you. And as soon as you believe that, and you really believe it, and when the people come at you and maybe attack you in a negative way, you don't give it back to them You do not reciprocate it. You don't retaliate. You don't give it a second thought. You give it none of your energy. It dismantles. It falls apart because it's kind of like a ball. If you're throwing a ball back and forth and you keep throwing it, then it's going to stay in motion. If someone throws something at you in the form of an insult and you throw it back, it perpetuates that, and it keeps it going. If someone throws an insult at you and you remove yourself by either hanging up the phone, not responding to the text message, talking to yourself and telling yourself how amazing you are and how it has nothing to do with you and everything to do with them and that you pray for them and that you really hope that they can find peace, That is when everything changes. Because nobody is going to come at you that's not having that ball thrown back. If you drop the ball, then the energy loses momentum. 
and it dissipates. This person treats me with respect now. And if they don't, then I just ignore it. But it's not an issue for me anymore. It's not even a thought in my mind. I look at this person with love and with gratitude for the things that I can appreciate about them. And nothing more. And that is how we change the world. That is how we change relationships. How do you lift someone up that you have compassion for that's in a bad place right now, emotionally, financially? Feeling sorry for them isn't going to help. It's going to actually feed the beast. You can say something like, I understand where you're coming from. I'm sorry that you feel that way. What are we going to do to change it? Because if they don't want to change it, you have to accept the fact that some people choose to be where they are unintentionally. If a homeless person has an opportunity to take a sandwich from you because they say they're hungry on their sign, but they refuse it because they just want alcohol, do you still give them the money? Some people do because my friend says he doesn't care what they use it for. He just wants to contribute. But what are you contributing to? Is it their greatest version of reality? Some people don't want help. What if you asked a homeless person if they wanted to change their life, would they? And what would they do to change it? What if you got an answer of, no, this works for me. I'm content. I get by and I enjoy it and it's good enough for me. We assume like we know what's best for other people. We have this sense of responsibility for people we don't even know. We feel sorry for them when you're actually giving them energy that's bringing them further down. Maybe they don't want to change. Just like maybe friends that you can feel compassion for and you can say, I understand where you're coming from. I love you. I'm here for you. But what are you going to do to change it? What are we going to do to change it? How can I help you change it? Well, there's nothing that you can do. Life just fucking sucks. Well, guess what? Then it's going to continue to suck. There are certain people that you can't help, really. And the reason is because that's not your role. Where are you focusing your energy? Did you ever consider the fact that the biggest blessing that you can be to the world and those around you is to be the example? If you can vibrate at a certain frequency, meaning if you can live in joy, live in peace, live in abundance, get excited about life, have ambition, and love the people that are in your life for who they are, and put all of your energy towards the things that are working. Just by other people being in your presence, they will catch that fire that you're emitting. It will ignite their tiny little flame, and it will grow into a raging inferno, and they will feel like they can conquer the world just by being in your presence. They feel the energy. Whatever you're emitting is what you're fueling society with. You're fueling the government with your rage. Anything that's not working 
if you're complaining about it and you're talking about it and you're having all of these negative emotions about it, you're perpetuating that. You're feeding the beast. You're building it. You're making it big. Do you really want change or do you just want to complain about everything? I want change. And I know for a fact through experience that the only way to create positive change in the world, positive change in politics, positive change with our financial situation and those around us is to vibrate and emit energy and emotion and words that are encouraging and positive and uplifting and of love. We've got so much ability within ourselves to affect those around us in either a positive or a negative way. Which one are you going to choose? Do you want to be part of the solution or do you want to be part of the problem? The people that are ready to really evoke change in this world, they will connect with this information and they will understand that if you really want to affect change, it has to start with something positive, encouraging, uplifting. Build momentum in yourself. Share it with others in the form of your presence and then you will perpetuate it in them, and then they will share it, and then they will share it, and then they will share it. And before you know it, we have the hundredth monkey effect. We don't all have to take physical action to evoke change in our lives. Actually, that's the opposite of how you really create. You just have to feel good. What are you focusing your energy on? Are you focusing on the shit you don't like? Or are you focusing on what you want to receive? What is working? What's right about this? I've been focusing on what's right about everything, and everything has changed. Everything. And by everything, I mean the way I feel within myself. What I'm receiving in the form of amazing, beautiful connections with those around me. I have a group of people that I am emanating this energy to that are returning it back to me. And it feels so powerful that I know that we're all going to be creating something miraculous moving forward in this journey. And it's going to be big and it's going to be creative and it's going to be so lucrative that I will be able to affect other people's lives in the form of giving them jobs where I can employ other people that vibrate at the same frequency as me, where they're positive and loving and they have ambition and gratitude, that is how I give back. Not by pitying people and not by donating money to maybe people that don't want to evoke any change in their lives. I'd rather put my energy into my own creations, my own positive outlook on life, these podcasts, so that I can lift others up lift myself up, create abundance for myself, and then share it with others in the form of, come along for the ride with me. I'll float all of you. I'm ready for it. And then if you get 20 people like me, and then 20 more people like them, that's how we make the change. It starts with you. What are you focusing your energy on? Are you feeling sorry for people, or are you encouraging them? You have the ability 
to change the world, but it's done from within. It's all about how you feel. What are you emitting? What are you focusing your energy on? Be a beacon of light. People need it so badly right now. The biggest blessing that you can be is a positive influence. Identifying with what isn't working, with negativity, with what you don't want to receive, with a poverty mentality. It's never going to change any of those things. Emit positivity, love, gratitude, possibility, encouragement. Believe in those around you. Encourage them. But don't perpetuate the negative stuff. Not everybody is going to be ready for change. And there are some people that are on this journey where they're in a certain space where they can't see it yet. They can't see the light at the end of the tunnel. And the only way that you can be of assistance to them is to just let them go through life and experience different forms of contrast through their experience where they're able to come to a place that's more positive. The reason that we don't resonate with everybody or when you talk to certain people, they can't hear you, they don't get what you're saying, it's because they're so deep within their own stuff that they can't even understand what you're saying on a certain level. They can't connect with it because they're so deep down the rabbit hole of feeling despair and negativity. Sometimes the biggest gift that you can give to people like that is to ignore it. Let them figure it out. And then ask the universe that when they're ready to bring them back around. Ask them to come full circle. Come play with me when you're ready. I'm not going anywhere. I will hold space from you from afar. Holding space means being neutral, not feeling sorry for someone, not giving them pity, and not bringing yourself down to that poverty mentality where you feel like you can relate to them. Holding space means viewing them in a neutral way where you're sending them love, even from afar, and saying, I see the things in you that are beautiful. I see what does work. I see what I appreciate. I'm not vibrating at that same frequency as you, so I can't really have any type of relationship where you are now. But I'll be here waiting when you're ready. And then they'll eventually come back, and then you guys will laugh together about how amazing life is, and you'll lift each other up, and you'll encourage each other, and you'll ride this freaking wave together that feels like utopia. Decide that you're going to focus your energy somewhere positive. What's right about everything? Focus on the things that you do like, that you love, that you do want to experience. Appreciate in everybody what they do bring to the table, what is there, what is working, what you are receiving. Be a beacon of light. And I guarantee you, you will see miracles happen. I love you all. I'll talk to you next time.